Hey, welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. Mm-hmm. Truth hurts. Truth. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm, truth? Because today's episode is called, But Is It True? Is It? Sounds like it could be a game show. Welcome to, But Is It True? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain went somewhere where... I definitely cannot share it on the podcast. Oh, good. Well, thank you for that. It was a funny show that I watched once. Anyway, um, so uh, I, I I picked this topic. Uh, it's a fun topic. Um, uh, basically, here's here's the problem that we're going to seek to address today. The problem is, is that it seems that people, using that term as generally as possible. So, like, all people? All people. Um have lost the importance of of truth or or truthfulness or the art of truthfulness and we need to regain that endeavor back um especially as we live in an age of information overload so uh why are we talking about this well we all see it on our facebook feeds all the time right you're scrolling 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 and um you see you see somebody share um something that you uh agree with um, you know, and you're, and then you share it and then it gets shared and shared and shared, but we never stop to ask the question, but is it true? And I've seen this, I've seen this happen on both sides of the political aisle. I've seen it happen for Christians and for non-Christians. I've, I've seen it happen pretty much for every subgenre of person. Um, and, and, and we, we can gain some clarity into this issue, uh, from God's word. So, um, that's that's what we want to talk about uh, today, and that's what that's where we're going to be going. So, uh, Justin, you uh, you have some opening thoughts for us from the scriptures. Well, I just it's it's a good topic to talk about because the the literal question, what is truth, is found in the scripture. It's it's a, it's a question the scripture is that has literally has it asked in it. And, and it comes to us at the time when, when Jesus is, is privately before Pilate um, at, his, at his, one of the steps in the Roman trial of, of Jesus. And as Pilate's trying to converse, con- converse with Jesus here, trying to identify the, the innocence and guilt of this man that he is supposed to pass judgment upon, um, he is interacting with Jesus, and he's trying to identify this claim that he claims to be king of over and above Caesar, and all God's people say yes and amen. And here's here's the interaction, brief interaction in John eighteen thirty seven. It says, therefore, Pilate said to him, Jesus, so you are a king. And Jesus answered, you say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Mm. Pilate's response simply is, Pilate said to him, what is truth? This is after this this time that Pilate would walk out before the public and he would wash his hands and say, I find no guilt. I find no guilt in him. I find no guilt in this man. What is truth? He asked that question in response to God, Jesus himself saying to him, 
so that he could know. I have come to this world to testify to the truth, and everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And this is a clear understanding, not just, not just hears his voice, but actually hears his voice to know him. To know Jesus is to know truth. So Pilate asking what is truth, right in the face of being answered what truth is, is such a, is such a stark contrast. What is truth? And in the reality, of, in, in reality of, of looking at, at Jesus and what he was accused of, he couldn't find guilt. <clears throat> His answer is so clearly telling Pilate, I am what you need. Pilate, not wanting, though, not wanting the truth, would say, what is truth? And maybe that's a good Maybe that's a good way to segue into the reality of our culture. Yeah, definitely. So, so we're here. So the question, what, why does truth matter? Um, and, and as we just saw, the answer to that question is quite simply because the truth matters to God. Um, you know, that exchange, that zoomed in exchange between Jesus, um, and and Pilate is, uh, is so telling. I mean, Jesus gave Pilate the answer to his question before Pilate really even asked him. And I'm not sure if he missed it or if he was just, just musing or what, but, um, in the context, I feel like it's actually more along the lines of what what we all do when we're confronted with truth that we don't like. Mm. It's the ah, what is truth what is really? True. I don't really want to deal with the truth and the weight of truth at times. Right. Um, but the the truth the the <laughs> the truth <laughs> the reality for for those <laughs> of us is. that want to follow Christ is that we should love truth because Jesus here clearly <clears throat> that tells us that I am truth. Yes, I have come to testify to the truth. If you hear my voice and you know me and you 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 come to me, you will find truth. Yes, so truth matters to God. Um, we why we, why does truth matter? <laughs> why, why does, well, what is why? What, <laughs> what do you mean? So um, we we have some scripture here just to continue to build our foundation on on just how important truth is, just how important this endeavor, this journey that we're embarking on in this episode is. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's really important and, and, you know, like our premise states, we, we really think that we've, um, fallen off of that foundation of, of sharing things or even caring to know what is truthful. Um, so, so number one, truth is God's word. Um, now two things fall into this category. So Psalm 119 verse 160, um, says that the sum of your word is truth. And every one of your righteous rules endures forever. So here we have clearly the Word of God, the Scriptures that that we have, the Bible, um, is is truth. But also a, a slight play on words. Um, in John one, uh, verse fourteen, uh, we read that it, it says, "And the Word became flesh." Uh, the Word meaning Jesus, or the Word indicating Jesus, and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So, so not only are, are the scriptures truth, but also Jesus himself, God. Truth flows from him, as speech flows from a mouth. And so, uh, and additionally in John 14, 6, um, Jesus makes, makes the bold claim. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Um, so again, then there, Jesus uh, making the truth claim that he is the truth. Um, on the on the converse, we have many verses throughout the scriptures. Um, 
indicating to us that God hates lying, um, uh, the perversion of truth. So Proverbs 12.22 states that lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. That's, don't really need to parse the Hebrew there. Um, Proverbs 6, 16... What do you think it means, though? Well, what, what, what lying are lips lying lips? <laughs> are an abomination to the Lord. And here we come to that. Ooh. Is that a rhetorical question? Or no, I was, we... uh, yeah, that's totally rhetorical. Oh, okay. Um, a I question did, I did. for the point of emphasis. Oh, uh, ah, yes. Well, you're, you're placing the wrong emphasis on the wrong well, syllable. 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 <laughs> uh, moving forward. Um, <clears throat> a, a passage uh, many might be familiar with, Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. Yes, in this passage it outlines that what, one of those, those seven things that some people call. They, they, they refer to them, don't they? Uh, the seven deadly sins? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it? I think, I think it is. I think they... they, they no? No, I don't no, think it's the seven no. deadly oh, sins. Never, never mind. No, I was just kidding. Yeah, I don't really know what we're talking about anymore. But anyway, you might be familiar with this passage. It says this. Uh, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil. Verse 19, a false witness who breathes out lies and one who sows discord among the brothers. Um, and then additionally, in Exodus... Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no gluttony in there. That's not obviously... Yeah, there's no, gl- there's no, like, lust in there either. Isn't that one of the... Suppose it's yeah, seven yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Fail. We're, we're thinking of a wrong list of seven. Fail. Um, and then, of course, it, right in the Ten Commandments, um, it says, Thou shalt not bear false witness against your neighbor. It takes that right off, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you, you really can't lie. You have to hold truth in high regard. Uh, and we have the responsibility um, to know whether what we're saying is true or not. Um, so uh, that's that's kind of where we want to go in. Um, yeah, and this and this reality outlines a few things. I think going into what we're trying to get to, and what we're what our aim here is in trying to ask the question: But is it true? As our title, as our as our main premise, and identifying our main problem is that if if truth is in the form in the form dwelt bodily among us in Christ if truth is if, if if God is truth and if truth is found in God's word right if those are their sources of truth and we know that God despises lying like he he, he hates lying abomination seems to be a pretty strong yeah strong word yeah absolutely and and when when you when you, There's a few things I would put in that category, mainly cardio. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, God loves cardio. All right, but I don't. I gotta, I gotta get on the same page. Yeah. So, <laughs> conforming ourselves to His will. Oh, uh, cardio. What a rough thing. But as we can identify truth in the person of Christ, that God is true and that His Word is true, we identified these these huge these joys of where truth is found and the fact that that lying is in opposition to god we also identify the the root work of the enemy of god is to deceive ah. and one of the reasons the scripture is so em, is so emphatic about truth <laughs> as it is indeed the truth is it is it speaking directly against the reality that if you know what is true you will find freedom mm. and this is also a clear a clear premise. This is a clear connection in the scripture that truth and freedom are are inextricably linked. 
they are completely connected. Um, and so you <clears throat> find yourself enslaved, as the scripture uses the terms, to lies. Mm. And, and whoever, whoever controls you, whatever controls you is your master. And so lies that bring fear and hatred and anger, they, they, they control you. They, they own you. They are your master. And what Jesus has come to do is to free us and to make us instead slaves to the truth. Right. And so that, that's why, and, and it fits into the context because when we see, when we're inundated, as you said in, in our outlining of the problem, when an un, we're just inundated with all this information and we don't filter it through something, then, then, then what, do, what are we left to do? We will find ourselves falling into lies and believing things and, and gravitating towards things that we have not evaluated properly to, for, for their truth claim. Are these things true that we should we should run to them, or are they lies that simply are, are seeking to control us and take life from us? Right. I can't believe I did, we didn't put the scripture in here. I say we as if it wasn't primarily me that made this list. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I believe I believe it was Jesus that said, "And, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." Just yeah. go, going. You didn't. You didn't quote that. I just, did? I just said that. I mean, I know you said it, but did you like oh, quote it? Jesus did say that. Yes. No. You're correct. You're a hundred percent correct. I'm in no way downplaying the the truthfulness of your statement. Yeah. So. Um. So moving forward, we need to be concerned that the things that we talk about and the things that we share on social media um, is truthful. Um, as you rightly pointed out, this world is full of lies and deception. And it is the truth that will set us free. Um, do you want to outline this next controversy, or do you want me to outline it? Well, I mean, even... So, when you go as recent as, like, <clears throat> like a day or two ago... <laughs> I mean, I can I can briefly outline it. When you go as recently as a day or two ago, what we're seeing, even even through our social medias, and, and literally, it doesn't matter, everywhere, is this new, this new term of fact-checking and fact-checkers. And these... these these organizations, people, and groups are seen to be, right, the gatekeepers to truth. Yes. And, and how, how dangerous that can be when the truth, instead of being true, is, is entangled in a particular worldview or a particular opinion, even a particular leaning as opposed to being grounded in what has actually happened and what has actually been said, what has actually been done. And so, um, most recently we've had, you, you have ads being censored, you have, you have uh, video clips being called out, and, and here's the problem. Uh, there's, there's no reason to, to blame anyone inherently for it, as much as there is to say, there's just as many completely false things just going around as if they were true because they, they support someone's worldview as opposed to, was it actually true? Truth can't just simply be whatever supports what I'm saying. Truth must be what is true. Hmm. And so that, that leads us to controversies where we're, Facebook will... will will use things like PolitiFact or other organizations to be the gatekeepers of truth without ever evaluating are these organizations, are these people 
actually seeking the truth, or do they have an agenda instead mapped onto their truth? So I think you were speaking about a specific instance, and I don't know, I don't, I didn't actually bring up any article about it. Did you have that ready and handy? Uh, yeah, I have it here. So, um, uh, essentially, uh, PolitiFact has fact-checked um, several ads, and uh, Facebook actually blocked them from running, political ads, um, from running, that that the fact-checked article itself mentions that the content is true. <laughs> but yet they give it a mostly false rating because they say it's missing it's missing some context. Now, missing now to just to be clear, whether you have context or not doesn't necessarily make something true or false. Something can be true um, on its own on its own accord and then you can then as a free thinking individual seek out such context and that's that's basically what we're talking about doing here um, we'll talk about that more as we wrap up but um, but there, there are two ads and you can find this uh, on uh, the Daily Wire I, I guess I can link it in the show notes if you want to read about it um, but PolitiFact has censored um, a, a, a pro-Trump ad um, that made the claim that uh, that Joe Biden would raise uh, taxes for basically everybody. Now, Joe Biden has said this, and many economists agree with this. And the ironic thing is that the PolitiFact article stated as such, which is incredibly transparent of them. However, um, just because uh, they felt that the ad took the took the quote out of context they gave it a mostly false rating and they actually because of that mostly false rating banned it from facebook it won't be able to play even though the ad itself actually has true information in it it won't be allowed to play now that that's just that's just a point to highlight that there are people on on both sides of the political aisle and in any ideology we we are not we are not uh placing the blame on any one person here what why why because all have sinned and fallen short of god's glory we all do this um there are there are evil forces in this world um that do not that hate the truth um and that do not want us to have the truth because it's inconvenient for us, or it's not because, uh, it, or, or because the truth isn't something that we are comfortable with, or um, it doesn't make us feel good. It, it, it makes us consider, you know, bad things. Because sometimes truth is hard. There, there are things called hard truths um, that we do have to grapple with um, in the pursuit of truth. So. <clears throat> As if it wasn't hard enough just to seek out the truth on its own, we now have forces working against working against us to actively try to essentially keep us from the truth. And so that just means we need to be all the more discerning in our pursuit. Um, and this this goes to be wise in our interactions. And the reality of it is this goes both ways because I had to inform someone who was sharing what was a viral post that went viral that the uh, CEO of Netflix had been arrested with something like 13,000 
instances or files of checked of child pornography um and it, even the name it cited wasn't the ceo's name of netflix and it was a a very much completely false story being circulated because things go viral on social media so it's 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 not that it's not that you can you don't blindly assume anything just because it supports what you're saying you have to know whether or not something is true based upon what has actually happened what are the actual facts what has actually occurred so we have to be careful constantly when we're consuming and walking through social medias and particularly how we have to uh, evaluate what we are doing because we can't control every lie but we can certainly be be very personally accountable to how we consume how we speak into and certainly what we share or post on our own social medias right um we we've compiled a very short list of uh, general tips for sharing good information. Um, we think that this will be helpful to hopefully clean up all of our news feeds because um, there's just a lot of a lot of misinformation and gunk out there that that needs to be filtered out. So, uh, Justin, if you have any to add to this list, feel free. Um, I'll start at the top though. Uh, one rule uh, that would be a good rule to at least consider before you share something: no source, no share. Um, claiming controversial facts with no reference to the source information is a giant red flag. Now, someone shared that very thing that, that you just spoke of with me, Justin, the, the Netflix CEO and the child pornography counts. They shared that with me. I, I clicked the link. I went to the Facebook post. It was made by someone who I do not know. It did not contain any link to any article or any fact factual information that I could reference myself to to evaluate whether or not that claim was true. Immediately, I went back to the, that message thread and I said, is this even true? How, how do we know this is true? Because just because it fits the narrative of the whole cuties and the whole hashtag save our children thing and, and, and all of that craziness um, doesn't mean that that particular piece of information is true. And, it, as it turns out, and unfortunately, it was quite quickly um, shown to be false. Um, which, which just goes to show that information can, number one, spread super rapidly, and two, spread without any regard for, for what's actually true. Um, it's just people with an agenda sharing, sharing things that, that resonate with them, not actually sharing things that are truthful or beneficial for people to actually know. Right, and I think even in, in saying that, we have to suddenly evaluate ourselves. Because what is our role in that? If we're going to be indeed followers of the truth and lovers of the truth, which stems from God, knowing what has happened, what is real and what is right, we should be willing to safely say, yes, that is true, or no, <coughs> that is false. And we should do so in a loving way, but the truth and love must always be spoken, as right. Ephesians clearly tells us. And so, I, I mean, I, I was very kind to the person that did post that that I had seen, and I just wanted to say I, I, this, this, this seems to be very full of, of, of error. Um, and, and however, I also commented, however, it doesn't, it doesn't, just because this is full of error doesn't mean there aren't significant issues in our culture with 
particularly children being sexualized. <laughs> That's not <laughs> that, that wasn't to say that at all. That was to say that we must be careful when we look at things and evaluate them. And so we have when we see that there is no source and we go to find out that it is true, it's more than just for our own knowledge, we now can identify what is true or false. If we have the opportunity, we should say, hey, that's, uh, that is inaccurate. We shouldn't be sharing things that are, are lies. No right. one should be doing that. Right. Um, moving on to the second point, uh, just a general guideline more than an actual rule. Man, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Orlando These are Blue. more of guidelines. Right. Than actual rules. Parley. <clears throat> uh, the hotter the topic, the more careful we should be. Um, why? Uh, well, the hotter the topic, the more charged it gets. The more charged it gets, the more emotions yep. we the feel. The hotter the head. <laughs> Hot, hotheads? Yeah. If you're a hothead? Yeah, I, thought, yeah, I just thought you were going to finish the sentence. Yeah, right. No, I mean, I, I mean, I can. If you give me a minute, I can probably think of a phrase there we can work. The hotter out. the head, the something. No, it's not going. I is dead. The hotter the head, the worse in bed. This is digressions that we cannot. We can't afford these digressions. I wish we could pay someone to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah, no. The more emotionally charged the topic, the more careful we have to be. Now, this can be seen in things like, you know, the the Save Our Children thing, which that opportunist who shared the the Netflix CEO, I, I'm really glad you brought that up because it's so relevant. The Netflix, the fake Netflix CEO article, or information, that they were piggybacking off of a very emotional, um, very highly charged movement um, that that people just connected with and then reshared. Um it confirmed their prior assumptions, and they needed nothing else to feel that it was true. Right. Um, right. Now, which is the, which is which is dangerous. That's 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 exactly what we're speaking right. against. Now we're not speaking against emotions in general. Emotions are useful tools um, that are that that actually help us in day to day life. However, um, emotions are not necessarily the best things to decipher truth through well i mean the most clear and understand the most clear and concise way to understand emotions and i've i often say this all over the place is that emotions can be indicative that is they can indicate for us something that is true the problem with emotions is they can also be indicative to us of something that is false right and so what emotions are never to be is determinative. Hmm. And we know this to be true. We know this completely to be true. For example, when a child is learning to ride a bike, guess what their emotion is? Fear. Fear. That, that, that fear is there, however, right? And, and there's, a, there's, there's aspects of that fear that are true, right? The fear of falling, right? The one, the, one of the only inborn fears that is in a human being is the fear of falling. Or pain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of... Lots of pain. Lots of pain. Another great movie. <laughs> wow. um, that fear of falling is real. However, as as someone who is an adult teaching a child to ride a bike, we know that that fear is not something that determines for us what we do. If it did, no one would learn to ride a bike. If it did, most people would not get on an airplane. If it did, 
the Nazis would have taken over the world. This is the reality of emotions. We cannot let them determine for us what we do. Um, they can simply indicate the things that we should be cautious or things that we should be wary of. And that's the point of this point. <coughs> Out of the topic, the more careful, the more caution we should use. Yep. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Um, uh, the, the next guideline, uh, pulling on some scripture here, is to share out of humility and not out of pride. Or or to share to build others up, not to puff up yourself. Um, I, I've tagged here Proverbs 16.19, which says, Pride goes before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. Uh, I actually memorized that. Y- you ready for this one? I memorized that from 321 Penguins back in the day. The old, uh... You can still find that in some places if you search 321 Penguins. No, yeah, it's probably all on the on the YouTubes. But, um... But, wow, that's like, that's like a Phil Vischer blast from the past. Blast from the past. <coughs> blast from the past. <laughs> Kevin. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. But, yeah, so pride goes before a fall. Now, when we share things out of pride, we're not thinking... Uh, we're not thinking about the truthfulness. We're thinking about what we can get out of it. Can we get a reaction out of someone? Can we uh, make make ourselves or our position, even if it might be the right position, can we just make it look good or or own the other side by this piece of information? And that's not that's not helpful for dialogue, and and sometimes it can lead us to sharing misinformation that again fits fits into our own prior um, preconceived notions about what's real and what's not. Um, as opposed to actually determining what's true, because as we as we know, and as you rightly quoted earlier, the truth should always be married in love, or <laughs> married with love, um, rather. Oh, look, you put that down there. Um, so, so yeah, so it's it's the idea that we shouldn't we shouldn't share something and think, oh yeah, that's gonna that's gonna really own them, or or oh man, I this is gonna get a lot of comments because it's 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 so it's so hot or it's so crazy. Um, the reason we should share things and the reason we should share information is the building up of other people um, to, to help them be better people, more biblical people, more godly people. And that, that has to come from a spirit of humility. Absolutely. I think one of the things that's great to know about speaking the truth in love or, or the truth being married to love is where that comes from in Ephesians chapter 4. And, and what it's speaking of in Ephesians chapter 4, if you go back to verse 13, is it's calling us to unity and the knowledge of Christ, the Son of God. It's calling us to be a mature man. It's calling us to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. And here's what happens when we don't either speak the truth or speak the truth without love. We find ourselves in Ephesians 4.14, right? As a result, we are, this, is, this is what we are to no longer be. We are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and by the craftiness and deceitful scheming and then we come to our our verse here that we keep saying ephesians four fifteen. but speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head even christ the reality of not speaking the truth in love is that we will find ourselves tossed to and fro by every random tidbit that comes our way particularly if it connects to our emotions and our 
particular narrative. But that is not what we are called to be. Mm. I find that I find another thing to be true here too, Jesse, and you can probably relate to this, is is that when we post on social media, um, I I don't I I try I try to post things that will provoke thought because because that's that's what I think the idea of social media was always about. It was to engage in thought with others, right? It was, it, was, it was also to be able to be social. So, of course, there's a thousand pictures of children, like our children. That didn't, given our current climate, I didn't mean it to come out that way. There's lots of pictures of people's <laughs> breakfasts and just the things that happen in life, you know? When a child learns to ride a bike, it's a great thing to post on Facebook. Everyone's, everyone's happy to see a child learn how to ride a bike. and We, we know what that feeling is like, and it's, that's cool. But it, there's also a way that social media was to be able to interact with each other. And so when we can post truthful things out there and lovingly engage with people, right? Not just not just making it innocuous, but making it deep is is a wonderful opportunity we have so as to establish, right, Ephesians four fourteen, that we would not be carried and others that we love and interact with would not be carried by every wind of doctrine, right? By every thought that seems to be truth, as Charles Haddon Spurgeon once uh, once said discernment is not telling the difference between right and wrong or or what is right and what is good what is good is what is evil it's it's being able to tell the difference between what is good and what is mostly good mm. that's what discernment is and that's why we engage with the truth in love now i do also want to say that sometimes sometimes it's very loving to be very blunt right I think that is also something that gets lost. Sometimes we, we when you uphold when you uphold truth over love, instead of speaking the truth in love, you find yourself not necessarily saying what is important to be said when you're speaking truth so that you can be loving, rather than understanding that sometimes just speaking the truth in a clear way is what is loving in a situation where the lie is present. Because lies lead to death, separation, and enslavement. We want to give the truth so that people can be free. Yes, God doesn't put things that are abominations to him on pedestals uh, to be worshipped. This is 100% accurate and, and completely true. We're great at, we're great at, we're great at that. What? What? Being, what? Uh, being humble. I'm the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most humble guy. <laughs> um... And having what, what's our time like? How are we doing time wise? Uh, time wise, we're actually pretty short. We're at thirty five minutes. Well, that's way too short. I think one of the great things that we could do to talk about this is to particularly speak about how we're interacting over one of the hotbed topics of the day. Um, as currently, as we record this, we we've been trying to post one podcast a week on Friday. We had two weeks there where we had some we had some issues. We had to deal with uh, vacation, which by God's grace, and then we had to deal with the COVID. Uh, where the rubber meets the road mm, and our current climate everyone is fine we are very thankful for that and blessed for that we are not ignorant to that grace um and you know for some people can safely now travel all about the country knowing that they have um a level of immunity yeah um, little, but little t-cells doing their thing little bodies, t-cells. Are, bodies are wonderful thing. isn't that crazy but who made that? I don't know. <laughs> but regardless of that we've been trying to re- release one a week on a friday now we've missed this friday we're recording this uh, actually, on Saturday evening, and as we record this, no, this is just this is just Friday evening. Wow, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's okay. Where am I? 
<laughs> what is truth? What? <laughs> On Friday evening, we find ourselves recording out. this, and the big news that has just come out is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away. This is a tragedy uh, because whenever the the someone's life ends, it is a tragedy. We we know death is our enemy, um, and and that is indeed a sad uh, a sad situation. But we also want to acknowledge in that that while that is a big issue, and I wanted to make mention of it as we record this podcast. Um, the the really what I think is I think is super big and really telling of this idea of truth is particularly as it affects media is the controversy that has broken out over the movie Cuties. Now we've briefly discussed Cuties in our uh, WAP episode, our WAP Cuties episode, which is the one we had just released before this episode six. Episode six. We're on episode seven. What? What will we do when we get to episode like fifty? Oh, fifty. Man. Gotta, break out the bubbly on that one anyway we, since we really talked about that it is the 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 controversy has exploded i was thinking and, like maybe episode 10 and although <laughs> fair enough um Low we are plotting talk about a podcast we are plotting oh boy um we we want i don't know we weren't necessarily ahead of the curve we were right in the curve when we when we released that last last friday um but I had been speaking to the reality of what the heck was going on with Cuties since the trailer came out. Um, the poster, I, I had never seen this image that had gone around. It wasn't really something that drew me to it. But simply understanding what the potential of the movie was, having watched the trailer, I was like, what? Um, and then we released that episode last Friday. We've gotten some good interaction over that, and that was appreciated. But it's blown up even far more. And so now, to the, uh, now I'm to the point where I'm finding... Um, the Christian response to cuties to not be what I believe is biblical and true. And the question I think we have to, to like answer with this particular podcast is then what do we do with that kind of response? So you know what I mean, Jesse, when I say that Christian response isn't necessarily true? Like there's this kind of halfway Christian response to yeah, it? Yeah, it's a... And, and I think it's probably coming from a... From a I don't know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to say. I think it's coming from a position that wants to try to understand both sides of something, uh, which is fine, but when the one side is blatantly wrong and evil, um, there's not a lot of understanding that we need uh, to call it such, uh, and we must then take on the responsibility of calling it such. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think this is the interesting part of truth, where you cannot know a truth. Now, you, you... God can hold us accountable to what we don't know, for he has revealed things that we do not want to know, and we do not pay attention to. We're talking about fact-based things here. You can't, when, what you can't know what you don't know, right? So if you, if you don't know in the, at a certain point, right, what Cuties is, and you're ignorant to it, or let's say you're ignorant to who produced Cuties, or let's say you're, you're ignorant to who, who then put Cuties out, you can't, once you don't know it, if you don't know it, you're not held accountable to it. But once you do know it, you cannot unknow it. And so we find ourselves in the midst of a controversy of a movie which, which a hundred percent accurately depicts the sexualization of eleven-year-old girls. Now you can say a lot of things about cuties, about its art, about its point, right? It's or at least its stated point. It's well, I mean, the stated point has been restated actually by the very director whose video. I watched on Netflix as it was promoted. Here's what the, here's what the the director, the, the creator, right, had to say about cuties. 
even that she is she is double speak double spoke in her in her interview i believe with the washington post this week right so now it's not just oh we're trying to show this particular thing as wrong to also we need to let children just be able to express themselves and i'm thinking wait a second you can't have it both ways nope we have a problem now (laughs) so now we should be able to express themselves in a way that influences are influencing them no they no no um but what you can't what you have to identify here is who made the movie Netflix made the movie. Right. Who put the movie out? Netflix put out the movie. And so every dollar you are giving to Netflix is supporting that movie. Now look, if you're not a Christian, no problem. I understand. Your convictions are different than mine. Your worldview philosophy is different. I don't hold you to that standard that I would hold myself. But for me, I suddenly, now that I know that, I have to evaluate what, I'm, what I am giving to there. And this becomes true with all things. If you don't know a company is supporting something, right, you, you can't be held accountable for knowing that. But once you know it, you are accountable for that. Right. And so this idea that the whole idea that the cancel Netflix thing is is stupid or ignorant or just calm down, I, I find it to be an incredibly disingenuous position for a Christian to hold uh, given what we what we now know. Right. It's like insert any other heinous act in there. Uh, you know, just calm down about uh, people getting murdered, or just calm down about uh, someone abusing their spouse. Like, I mean, th- those types of things aren't positions that Christians take. We have the scriptures to illuminate for us how we should live our lives. The, the, the opinions that we should have. And yes, there are right and wrong opinions on things. Um, like, uh, the Babylon Bee highlighted this, which is a satire site <clears throat> that gets fact-checked. I, I love that. It's hilarious. But anyway, the Babylon Bee puts out this article that's been shared 786,000 times. Why? Because it is spot-on on this satire. Their article is called New Netflix movie actually murders puppies to teach that murdering puppies is bad. (laughs) Which is exactly the claim that the Cuties director made. We made a movie that sexually exploits children to show that sexually exploiting children is bad. Like, like, like what? What? First off, first off, who thinks that sexually exploiting children is good? that you need to make this movie to try to teach them that it's bad. Well, there is one group of people that does think sexually exploiting children is good. They're called pedophiles. Yes, they're pedophiles, which is illegal, debased, and just absolutely disgusting. So, I mean, they, they put out this article which, which just highlights the insanity of that attempt at justifying what is, what the, what, the fourth most streamed? Uh, it actually, it, it seems that it dropped out of the top ten today. I've been trying to view the top ten because I'm about to get rid of Netflix and I've been trying to speak on this, so I've tried to <laughs> keep abreast of it. But I believe it dropped out of the top ten. It's ironically replaced with the social dilemma, which I've already, which I have mentioned on Facebook, is ironic that Netflix would promote a movie that says, hey, careful, social media can be bad. Right as social media is saying, hey, Netflix made a movie about pedophilia. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah, so now Netflix would like you to, wait a second, social media is bad. Oh, Netflix isn't bad. Just because social media says they made a movie about pedophilia, that doesn't mean it's bad. Look, I watched a movie on Netflix that told me that it, it, that <clears throat> social media is bad. <laughs> right. Wait a second. Wait a second. Um, 
so so yeah, there there has to be the ability for a Christian to have convictions and to be able to stand on the convictions, to be able to communicate those biblical convictions to other people in a way that is not arrogant, it is not prideful, it is humble and it is loving, but it is nonetheless clear, um, it, it is a clear position, a clear stance, and a biblical one, and we should not be ashamed of doing such a thing, even when someone continues to disagree. Listen, I've been a part of 5, 10, 15, 50 comment threads where I'm trying to, to enlighten people as to what's, what's true, and they don't get it, or they end up disagreeing, and that's fine. My job is not to make them agree with me or to make them understand me. My job is to represent the truth uh, and to make much of Christ. That's my job. And, and if I've done that, then I, then I have succeeded in my calling. But, <coughs> excuse me, but, but to be wishy-washy about this um, goes back to truth, right? Right. It's, it, is, it is promoting falsehood. It is promoting, um, it is promoting evil. It, it is a wrong take that, that this could be a, a good for the world and not a bad for the world. Right. I could make, I could, I could, I feel like there's a, there's a world in which we could, we could acknowledge that if we're, for the sake of art, we could murder someone very artistically. We could, we could do it in a way that was obvious and and explicit and and artistic and guess what like Dexter. It's like and murder is wrong right murder is evil you've snuffed out another image bearer's life and so it doesn't matter that it was artistically done right um it's 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 a gross evil um there's 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 no way around that to right. make it right right and this, this stems into so many things. I think the real issue in our culture is that we are such weak. Um, and th- again, I'm speaking of Christian culture here. We are such weak Christians in our comfy culture that we do not want our... Ser- I think we've revealed some gods for us. That we, we are offended that we would be attacking. Right? The gods of entertainment. Look, here's the reality. There are these there are these series that you will always turn to to watch, right? Let's let's pick them up. We can pick them off. Scrubs, uh, uh, The Office, Friends, um, Parks and Rec. These are these are old streaming goodies that everybody turns to all the time. And you can get these you can get those types of shows on a myriad of different platforms. Platforms that don't produce content, right? You can get a you can get almost everything you can think of, right? through another platform that doesn't actually produce content, but suddenly when you give your money to Disney+, Plus and they are filming next to a prison camp in a communist country oh, that is imprisoning that. people for their belief system, which, mind you, was exactly what the Nazis did, all right? Now, again, the, uh, Jews are also a nationality, and they also have a clear religious belief system. So do the Uyghurs, as they are Muslims living in a communist China. And they are, they are taken, black-bagged, and walked into a prison camp. Just because they cut it out for the American version, just because they cut out the crow's nest that made the, made the final cut in China, right? Because it turns out you can't say anything in China anyway, or else you will find yourself black-bagged in the same prison camp next to the Uyghurs. Right? It doesn't mean you should be giving money to the company that produced that movie the company that will not film in georgia because they have a heartbeat bill 
is the company that filmed in a communist country. Next to concentration camps. Concentration camps, people. Now, <clears throat> again, th these are sensational headlines that, that we've, had, we've had to look. They thanked them in the credits. They, they literally thanked the People's Republic of China for letting them film in these locations where these things happen. So, I mean, it, it's, it's dot, they, they themselves, it, it's, you can't get any more firsthand than that type of information, you know? And, and, and so how do we know that's true? Well, you know, you look at the credits, you look at where it was filmed, you can do research as to where it was filmed, and you can see that these human, literally human rights violations occurring. Now listen, Justin and I, we're Christians. We believe that, that Islam is a false religion. But guess what? That does not mean that you get to round up Muslims and put them in concentration camps. Yeah, it turns out... That is anti-Christian. Yeah, I believe that every Muslim was created in the image of God and has dignity, value, and worth as such. And I would want to call them and, and, and push back on um, <coughs> some, some of what might be contradictions in what they believe. I'd like to give them the truth of Jesus Christ and and have them turn in repentance towards God as I as I myself have and need to continue to do. But the but the reality is, I believe and you you highlighted it. You said human rights violations. What is a human rights violation? It's a violation of what we in our declaration might know as an unalienable right, God given rights. These are not ours to take away, for God has given them. These are not ours to create because God has made them, and and the weight of that carries truth for me as such to say for me to be able to say no no you do not round someone up because they believe something different than i believe no that person is free to believe that that is a grace from my god that that person is free to believe that and you rounding them up is evil and wrong to put them in a prison camp to redoctrinate them so that they might have some sort of more appropriate view of the people's republic of china it's right in the name right it says republic uh, uh not so much this is this is the type of things i'm and now again here we get back to truth once you know you can't unknow now what you do with it you're responsible for yep you're responsible for <clears throat> it hi i'm justin i love the mandalorian and i can't wait till season two comes out what do I do with that when I know the same company that made Mandalorian, right, also promotes the communist dictates, also promotes a people that is imprisoning other people for their belief system? I mean, what do I do with it? You have to do something with it. And something. this is where we Christian, half-hearted Christianity needs to find its place firmly in the dumpster where it belongs. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's beyond the conversation of, of cancel culture. That's, it's, it's, so, us as users, we, we have the right to, to cancel our subscriptions for any reason. Like, we're, we're not locked into this. It's not like we're forced to do this. And we are allowed to take our money and promote the things that we want to promote with it. That's fine. Now, you can discuss the effectiveness of boycotts and all that, but it, that, at the end of the day, doesn't really matter, because we have a moral responsibility to know the truth, number one, and then to stand on the truth in our convictions. 
and, and that does require us to act in certain ways. <clears throat> As you said, um, you know, do we want to give money to these to, to, to organizations that do this? That's something that you have to figure out for yourself. Um, you know, how far do you take that? You know, um, do you shop at Target if they support organizations that that you yourself don't value? Do you? I mean, you have to. Once you know, you have to. You have to act, and you have to act in a wise and, and biblical way. Um, so I, I completely agree, and and it, <coughs> excuse me. You know, when we're talking about truth, this is why we have to be careful what we share, because we have to know what's true, and and the truth will set us free. If we're if we're sharing things that that are that are lies or that are misinformation, it it only seeks to destroy the truth. Um, lies are an abomination to God, and we have a responsibility to tell the truth. Um, wh where are you going? Uh, where are you going next, Just? Uh, I'm just trying to find out. Remember when Q's was released in America? September 9th, Cuties was released in America. Um, and looking at Netflix stock prices, um, they are nearing the lowest point. Uh, the lowest point and before that was uh, was in June. I believe that's when they had a real push at the end of, I think that was their Q3, to, uh, to say, oh, hey, we should buy Netflix stocks. It's really low. Yeah, that happened. Uh, and it was growing. Um, it was growing well. And then it, 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 takes a, it starts to take a, a, a big hit. It literally, like, skyrockets in September. But since September 3rd, it is completely dropped in half. Why? 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 September 1st, it's completely dropped in half. Why? Because you release a trailer and then you release a movie that people are like, I can't support Netflix. And here's the reality. Your actions have effect, particularly if we're willing to actually do in effect what God has called us to do overall. Now, look, I'm not telling you. Here's what I'm not saying, and I haven't said it yet. If you want to cancel Netflix, if you don't want to cancel Netflix, right, I'm not going to cancel Netflix. I don't care what you say. I know I'm a Christian. I don't care. Fine. You're you are free to do that. You you are absolutely free to do that. What I'm saying is, is that well, you have to still answer the question: Is that right? Is that in accordance with the holiness God calls you to? And you're like, yeah, okay. Well, you can't do that with everything. How are we going to live life? Here's what I'm going to tell you: God wrote the law, and in the law, I know we're, we're probably really touching on an hour now, so now I'm I'm up against it. God wrote the law. The law is expressing to us as humans we will not make the holiness of god we cannot attain it we cannot reach it and so as he gives his people in the old testament right the nation of israel his laws they are to realize that they will need to be saved from the weight of not being able to be holy as god is holy and yet god called them to be holy as he was holy so you don't get to make the claim, oh, we're never going to be able to do that. We'll never know where all of our money is going. We're never going to be able to identify it. Here's the thing. Yeah, sure, you're right. You're right. However, God says, be holy. And we say, well, I can't be holy. How can I be holy like God? Here's the thing. God gives grace, yet calls you to the same holiness. God says, I, I give you grace. Now be holy. 
And you say, but I failed again. He says, I give you grace now. Be holy. Every time we are to turn and remember that we are supposed to be holy as God has called us to be holy. And so making the statement, well, you, how, can, how are we ever going to be able to actually do this in our culture? A lot of work and a lot of understanding. And once we know, we can't unknow. And then we have to make a decision based upon what God has called us to do. How can we identify truth well in these situations? This goes with our social media posts. This goes with our social media reactions. Look, am I perfect? No. Some of you that will hear this will say, you know, I've seen some times on Facebook where you've gotten a little snarky. And then some of you will say, I've seen some times on Facebook where you've been an outright ass. And you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what, I'm, what I'm thankful for is for grace and for forgiveness. I'm thankful for the opportunity to repent. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that through the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word, I will change and I will become better. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm becoming better every day more like the righteousness of god that's that's our call christian that's how we have to deal with truth when we interact with the world yeah so know the truth know the truth by knowing god know his scriptures um feast on his word Feast. feast um know it understand it seek to understand it get plugged into a church that teaches it um and then make sure that your interactions in day-to-day life, on your Facebook news feeds, on your Twitter news feeds, um, or your Twitter timelines, whatever they call the scrolling thing, um, <laughs> you just realize and understand that you have a responsibility to share what is true, because lies are an abomination to God. And so, you, if you're not sure, you should not share. Oh, that's a good one. If you're, if not, you're not sure, sure don't you share. You should not share. Wow. Um, you know, or or just take or just take five minutes. If you don't want to take the five minutes, don't share it. Keep scrolling. It's great. It's an endless news feed of things for you to find um, what's true and then reshare. Um, and then and then stand on your convictions. Defend what is right. Know what is right and defend it. Speak up. Use your voice. And in that, you may be controversial. Don't be scared to be controversial. Right. Understand that the truth is very controversial. I mean, I, I, I serve a risen Christ. That means, I, I, that means at one point my Savior was killed. Why was he killed? Because he was the truth. Mm-hmm. And he was the truth that we do not want because he was the holiness that shows our unholiness. The reality of it is he is resurrected. He also shows us the grace that we are able to receive because of his sacrifice. That that is controversial it yes. really is so when you see something that's controversial don't 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 shrink away christian grow a backbone stand firm in what you know is true and speak it speak it clearly speak it as lovingly as possible but speak it for heaven's sake i mean we do we don't do so many things because it could be hard or it could be it could be difficult now nah, those times are done those times are done christian there are there are, there are people being put into concentration camps for what they believe in our world today. There are people that are killed for what they believe in our world today. And you know what? It, it is often not. It, as of yet, it is not the Christians sitting on their fat, comfy couch in America. My goodness, speak up. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so that's that's where we'll end today. Um, so uh, I have nothing more to say. Yes. You, have any, you have anything more to say? No, amen. All right, we're closing bear, bear that truth, baby. Bear the truth. Uh, seize the truth. Stand firm in it. Uh, and uh, as always, uh, seize the faith. 
Carpe Fide.